Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. 566. So Sandy and I are, I'm trying a new remote hookup here, so I hope everything's okay with the, with the sound and stuff because uh, we both have a lot going on, so we want to make sure we can still do the show every week because we know how much you all love us. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, I don't know how long I've been talking about uh, the third tier. I just don't oh, know forever. how long I've been talking 11, about the third 12 tier. years now? Yeah, and, it, you know, it just never gets any better in my eyes. Um, you know, it becomes more and more blatant, and, and, and nobody seems to care. Like, I'm waiting for people to wake up. But So the, the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, just exempted professional sports players from vaccine mandates. But the employees that work at the venues have to be vaccinated. <laughs> so they interviewed this one woman, Harlem resident Alyssa Embry, 43 years old. She choked back tears saying she was sent home last week because she didn't get vaxxed for religious or whatever reasons. But yet now the sports players will all be able to play without proof of vaccination and she has a two-year-old daughter and she hasn't been vaccinated because she has had two miscarriages and a waiting uh worried about getting jabbed because it could increase because she wants to have a second child here's the issue and i have to be very careful about what i say all right but here's the issue the with omicron being the way it is omicron is the vaccine and again i'm quoting a colleague from africa is the vaccine we did not develop. Um, it has durable immunity. Uh, there's a big difference between a temporary immunity the vaccine or this particular vaccine produces, which is an antibody response, and B and T cells, which are the long-term immunity, the memory cells <clears throat> that um, once you get a natural infection or with other very specifically targeted vaccines uh, can produce the same thing, uh, will provide durable immunity, meaning that it lasts for quite a while. We know that this particular vaccine, uh, based on the science and the data coming in, only lasts uh, for a few months and then wanes off. Omicron, across the world, has really not done anything to increase hospitalizations or death among those who have been previously vaccinated. Now, the only thing that this particular vaccine will do is to uh, somewhat attenuate hospitalization and death of the people who, who are being vaccinated, only during the period of time that it is actively producing antibodies. So if I don't get vaccinated, it's on me. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter whether I'm vaccinated or not, whether I spread the disease. We will all be exposed to and probably get COVID in the form of Omicron, especially now with the 
uh, BA2 variant, which is even twice as infective uh, as the previous BA1, which makes it more infective than measles, which is the most communicable disease known. Yep. So what does vaccine have to do with anything but these imbeciles in this country and in many other countries? Why do you suppose they continue to to, to require vaccines? I'll, I'll leave you to, to ponder that question yourself. You know, um, it's interesting um, that... Um, I forgot to put this down, but Adams also wrote, Sandy, that star performers are exempt from being vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they need star performers. And believe it or not, a female city council speaker, Adrienne Adams, D, Democrat from Queens, she said this exemption sends the wrong message that higher paid workers and celebrities are being valued as more important than our devoted civil servants, which I reject. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) Like you just welcome you just, to the party, you but you're part of the elite this. as well, exactly. Adrian. Right. You're part of the elite as well, but but your constituents now aren't happy about this. But you know what this is all about. I know what's going on. The citizens are pissed off about crime, so what he's doing is he's bringing entertainment back, bread and circuses. Right. Right. So maybe they'll forget about being pushed on subway platforms and hitting the head with a hatchet on their way to work or something. Yeah. Right. That's what we're doing. We're trying to reset the focus. But, you know, so I see Democrats are starting to wake up to it, too, even though they are the elite. So, again, first tier, your politically connected people, the rich people, politicians, second tier, illegals and criminals. Remember now, illegals don't have to be vaccinated. They don't have any vax mandates. And the criminals got vaccinated before the seniors did or was were offered the vaccine uh, in prison before people who needed it were offered it. And then we have the third tier, the law-abiding tax-paying citizens who we just have to put our heads down and go to work every day and mind our business. Otherwise, we uh, will get the wrath of Big Brother coming down on us. Am I right or wrong? You're absolutely right. And <clears throat> listen, you want another perfect example? I, I covered this a little bit last week. Bloomberg uh, is telling people that you have to cut back because of inflation and shortages and stuff. So they published an article and they basically said, eat more beans and lentils <laughs> instead of meat because it's a lot cheaper. For now. Yeah. Take public transportation instead of using your car. Mm -hmm. Buy an electric or hybrid car. Oh, and where do you plug that into, I wonder? Good luck trying to buy a car right now. Yeah. Good good luck trying to buy an electric car car right now. Yeah, especially an electric car that uses far more semiconductors. Wait, and you can save up to $40 a month (laughs) if you get rid of pet insurance because traditionally it doesn't cover much. Oh, okay. So they lost me right there now at pet insurance because we know that these these crazy people on the left are heartless. Okay. Well, you said uh, last week they don't want you to have pets anymore either, right? Correct. So again, I'm reiterating this because this article keeps going uh, viral, and it's interesting that they, you know, we're going to eat lentils. They're not going to eat lentils. They're flying around in their private jets and their 700 foot yachts, and that's what they want to do. But you want you want more of an example that we're in a dystopian twilight zone, Sandy. So Eric Adams, cr- riddled with crime, hundreds of firefighters, cops, and, and 
public workers, teachers out of work because they wouldn't get the vax. But if you're a star or an athlete, you get an exemption, right? right. No, no problem. So New York is completely overwhelmed with crime right now. So now if you were Eric Adams and you wanted help to address the crime situation in your, in your, in your, in your city, of course you would pick the worst example to learn from. Okay, so Mayor Eric Adams is consulting with Chicago's Mayor Lori Lightfoot <laughs> for ideas on how to lower the crime rate. Uh, do the jokes just write themselves here? Uh, uh, they pretty much do. <laughs> I guess the Detroit mayor was busy or crime is 27, 30 people a weekend get killed in Chicago. Right, exactly. 50 or 60 get wounded. The police do not arrest anybody anymore, okay? The jokes just write themselves. So he went basically to the worst mayor in the country, other than himself, to get advice on how to lower crime. Unbelievable. <clears throat> it's just, it's just, uh, it's beyond words. So, and here, third tier people. An Arizona lawmaker, this comes from Dave Workman, by the way, um, an Arizona lawmaker, a Democrat, says, Arizona uh, Democrat uh, Lupe Contreras, okay, he's the assistant minority leader, and he told the legislature one of the ways to fight crime is to just stay home behind closed doors with your doors, with your doors locked. Wow. Okay. That's his advice on lowering crime. We've let the criminals take over, so you should stay so in your you, house. You should be in prison, though. Correct. So you have to be locked up because we want the inmates running the asylum, and that's exactly what happens. It's not really the inmates running asylum. It's the, the politicians and the elites are running the asylum, and the inmates have free reign underneath them. Yeah. So this is what we're, what we're dealing with here. So there's no better examples of what I'm, what I'm saying is for the first, second, and third tier. I don't care what anybody says. This is, it's crazy. I mean, I can't stay home, locked up. Mayor Lightfoot is going to help us out to lower the crime, just like we did in Chicago, because we're going to ruin another city. And then the, the mayor of New York says, you wouldn't talk to me this way or address crime like this if I wasn't a minority. It says, it's not about that. We don't, I don't care who runs our cities, our states, our government, but we, the people, are the third tier. We should be considered we should be a part of your thought process. We shouldn't be like, oh, F them. Don't worry. You know, F them. And how does, how does it affect us, Sandy? Of course, all the large Democratic cities lost the most people during the pandemic, the pandemic because of unnecessary lockdowns, frivolous decisions, and, of course, rampant crime. And they voted for it. And of now course. they're leaving those cities and bringing that cancerous thought to all the other areas, all the red areas, which Sandy, is New hard. York City lost last year, 2021, 328,000 people. That's a, now, most of those people they lost pay taxes. Yeah, or yeah, 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 exactly. Because they could okay. afford to leave. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Chicago, 91,000. San Francisco, 55,000. L.A., 100,000. Who gained? Phoenix, Arizona, Dallas, Texas, Austin, Texas, Houston, 
Miami-Dade, 36,000. Atlanta, 42,000. People are fleeing the blue states. And the blue state leaders, they don't get it. The exodus, they'll say, it's not because of that. We, L.A., we lost about 160,000 people in two years. But it, it's, it's not be because of the crime. It's not because of the lockdowns or anything. They're, they're just trying to make up excuses and cover it. Meanwhile, you have district attorneys and you have lawmakers that give all the rights to the criminals and no rights at all to the law-abiding citizens. And you're wondering why people are leaving in droves? Right. We... <clears throat> They're just discriminating against us. The third tier. And again, they want the, the tribalism in our country. They want us fighting over uh, everything um, like, you know, what, what's your color, your religion, your race, your upbringing or whatever. It has nothing to do with that, ladies and gentlemen. That's all a diversion to keep us fighting against each other. Meanwhile, they're raping and pillaging. Uh, Biden in a speech this week said New World Order. Uh, the other day he was in Brussels speaking in NATO. He mumbled. He is so weak and feckless. All of our enemies are looking at him. Korea, China, and Russia, they are laughing, man. Kamala Harris gets on stage, she repeats the same word 42 times in 30 seconds because she doesn't study anything. Uh, now I just heard that she's pissed off when she enters the White House in her offices. She's pissed off because her staff doesn't stand when she enters. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, they should, probably should <laughs> genuflect, right? <laughs> no? She really is an imbecile. Well, see, this is what happens when you take a person who has zero power and give them situational power. It goes completely to their head, and power corrupts them constantly. Correct. Correct. Everybody has to all rise. That's right. Okay, good. good. You want to talk about – so who has the – we're worried about the sports people, and we're, we're not letting people go back to work because they're being not being vaccinated. New York City – has the worst unemployment rate in the nation. Okay, 7.6% because Manhattan workers and international tourists still haven't returned to crime-ridden city post-COVID. This is a fact that we cannot deny. Subway ridership is down 60%, all right? Manhattan accounts for 57% of all five boroughs' jobs, and it's down 275,000 people from a year and a half ago. That's 300,000 people that are not paying that New York payroll tax, right? The, the right. city has its own payroll tax. Yep. So unemployment is through the roof there. Nobody wants to go on the subways. Nobody wants to use mass transit. Nobody wants to walk around the city. So, you know, I read the Daily Mail. I read BBC News. Every day, every day these foreign news services uh, keep hitting New York City and L.A. for their high crime and what's going on there and the Asian hate crimes and the minority hate crimes and stuff. Well, you think these people are going to want to go there for vacation? They're scared shit. If I read every day in the news that Paris, France was like Manhattan, would I want to go with Tracy to Paris for a week? Right. No. Right. So, so tourism took a hit. People aren't working there. And again, but we're going to allow the elites to not get vaccinated. And again, these public leaders, they will continue to blame uh, you know, it's it's because of COVID nobody's coming in. It's because of the COVID that nobody. No, it's because you've destroyed 
the city. You've destroyed the people. Uh, the Democrats right now, this is another uh, dystopian, hysterical thing. Democrats in D.C. are pushing a $300 a month stimulus check to fight this inflation and high gas prices right now. This is the most insane thing they could possibly do. We are headed for Zimbabwe if they do that. They haven't learned from Venezuela and Zimbabwe. The, perp the reason that we have inflation is they pumped too many trillions of fake dollars into the system during COVID, and their only brainchild is to do more of the same. Pump more, pump more, pump more. Pump more. Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's exactly, what it comes down know, to. The price they cause a raise in gas prices and the cost of food prices and everything else. So now they're going to subsidize. Here's mommy and daddy government giving you more money that they're printing fake money to give you, which is actually cutting your throat. How much do people think that three hundred dollar a month check is costing us, the taxpayers? Uh, probably about twenty thousand dollars. You know, we already have. You know, they we, we've got. They're saying a twenty percent increase in food prices. It's more like twenty four to thirty percent so far. Oh, yeah. Wait till the summertime when the crops that should have been planted weren't planted, and now um, what do you call them? Oatmeal brain says the oatmeal brain that we should ex we. We're going to experience food shortages. Well, we've been talking about this now for, what, a year mm -hmm. uh, to be putting back food. If it's if you haven't already, it's probably a little too late. Uh, but seriously, I mean, now the, um, the dollar is being devaluated because uh, Russia is no longer using it. And, and uh, you know, Oatmeal Brain says, oh, okay, um, we're going to punish you. Yeah. You know, oh, oh. Sure you are. You're going to destroy our, you're going to destroy, again, this is all part of the Great Reset. You know, we, we've talked you know, about this. $300 a month stimulus checks. The reason it hasn't passed yet is because various states are arguing with higher uh, living expenses. They want more. They California want more. California wants 400. And like <laughs> Idaho should only get 100 is what they're arguing about right now. This is what they're arguing about. Okay. How about turning on the, the, the Keystone Pipeline? How about... Uh, allowing more permits how about getting the price of gas down how about doing things like that well, we maybe? have the potential we could go right back up to the trump policies and start uh, 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 pumping drill baby drill yeah it was 13 million gallons a day we were producing instead of 11 million and we have the capacity to go to 15 million that's all you need to do is just Get out of the way and let the companies do what they will. But the problem is, is that, you know, uh, you've got these environmental scores that stop big companies, big pension funds from investing in petroleum dollars. So nobody's investing in petroleum anymore because they want to green each other to death. Um, <laughs> green each other to death. I love it. Yeah, you know, it. so, you know, where's the money going to come from? And, and again, <sighs> you know, when you plug your electric car into the socket, what is there, a gerbil inside the, uh, on a wheel inside your wall that's going to charge your car? Look, I would love to have a, 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 a Tesla plugged to a Tesla wall system that is 100% solar driven. I would love to be off the grid. That doesn't exist yet. Uh, wind power and solar power do not replace uh, 
what we have right now, and we can't transition overnight to that. I would love so for it to be. The crazies, the radical left, all they want to worry about is renewable energy and no more oil. Yeah. And when you go to the kitchen table and you actually poll people like swing, uh, swing uh, voters, 76% of swing voters say the Democrats are out of touch and condescending. Okay, and that they're spending too much money and their focus too much is on renewable energy. Boy, unbelievable. Unbelievable that this is exactly what it is. They're so out of touch. But now I'm sure the Democrats are starting to look at the polling because they realize the midterm elections are coming up. A lot of them are retiring. So they, they really, you know, they have to do what they have to do. But, uh, you know, what happens is now is they're going to look at the polling and they're going to give us lip service. And they're going to tell us, oh, uh, you know, uh, we're going to address this. And they're not going to address anything. We, we know they're not going to address anything. But they're going to promise us that. And I, I'm, you could write it down today that when the Republicans gain control, if they gain control, they're not going to do shit. Okay? That's right. They are not going to do shit. They, they don't all do it. have they their hands. They're it. all being paid by China and Russia. China. Yes. Yes, they're all bought and sold by China and Russia. Listen, our federal government... It's so politicized, the, 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 the uh, career uh, employees in the Beltway and stuff, they all lean to the left. And, you know, like the FBI is compromised, the, the Department of Justice, everything, everything, you know. And, you know, even the CDC, this was, in, this was reputable. This was in the Federalist. The CDC told New York Times, the New York Times, that it hid COVID data for political reasons. Okay, this is published article. David Gortler, G-O-R-T-L-E-R, published this article in the New York Times. Okay, two full years in the pandemic, the agency leading the country's response to the public health emergency has published only a tiny fraction of the data it has collected. All right, they're holding the data back because they know it's going to be politicized. Well, God damn it, we don't care. I want to read the data. You don't get to hold the data back. Am I right, Sandy? I, Does the CDC get to hold the data back, or do they work for us? Uh, <laughs> the CDC has always been political, number one. And number two, um, as taxpayers, we should be demanding not only that the CDC release the data, but uh, organizations like Pfizer and Moderna um, release their post-marketing data because we paid for that. And release how many people have died. Release how many uh, and how many and what types of side effects are being caused by the vaccines. Release how effective the vaccines have been. Release the post-marketing data for all the world, uh, not not hide it until 2026 as they're posing. But again, this this goes right back to you know if you remember when Trump came out with his. Uh, you know, Operation Warp Speed. Uh, I said this is the biggest clusterfuck that we're oh, ever yeah. going to have because you. Any time you get um, government-private uh, relationships, uh, it is an unholy alliance. And then when you rest- when you lift all restrictions for liability against these companies, you, <laughs> you think they're ever going to want to give rid- get rid of that power? I would have named it Operation Guinea Pig. Uh, pretty much. Right? Would that yeah. have been cool? Look, we we had to do, we according to them, we had to do something because, my God almighty, uh, we are dealing with a yeah. disease that oh, yeah. has a kill rate of zero 
2.7% worldwide. Do you realize two years of our lives? I look back. I haven't, Tracy and I, we haven't traveled. We haven't done this. We haven't done that. Just, and I'm thinking back, like, you know, one of the things about fascist book, by the way, I just got a three-day um, jail suspension. <laughs> yeah, in Facebook, I was in jail. I referred to um, I refer, refer to Zuckerberg as the booster seat bitch because when he testified in Congress, he was sitting on that booster seat. Did you put, put his name picture. or just put booster no, seat bitch? I put, the, I put that picture, and I said, you have to ask the boots booster seat bitch and i got three days in prison for bullying for bullying for bullying uh, who exactly were you okay bullying? for bullying i could grab him by his hips and i could probably punt him about 40 yards <laughs> that, way. that would be bullying that's that's a good visual <laughs> <laughs> the booster seat bitch that's great but anyway uh, yeah, so we're hiding data. You know, we get screwed all along. Uh, Larry Larry Keene, who's a board member of the NRA with me, he's also uh, on the board of uh, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, and he talks about uh, uh, cautioning banks. Uh, banks shouldn't be brought into the culture wars. Bloomberg wrote an article and basically said banks shouldn't be brought into the culture wars, you know, punishing people for their political views. But a mere 10 years ago under Obama, Bloomberg was all for Operation Choke Point, which is something that I fall under. When you're in the violence industry, the violence we industry. pay a higher rate for our banking transactions and we pay a higher rate for our credit card processing fees. And the money that's collected under Operation Choke Point is used to fund anti-violence initiatives, a.k.a. gun banning initiatives. So they actually take my money and my customers' money, and they give it to groups to try to shut us down. Yeah. Because that's the proper way it yeah. works exactly. in the United States of America, backwards. But it's funny now, Bloomberg is like, we shouldn't be, you know, like this whole thing's going on with this male swimmer swimming with the ladies thing. Well, they're basically saying, like, if a, if a company like Disney comes out against that, the banking industry could punish them. This is a slippery slope. We already have the government punishing us for everything, right? By the way, Larry Keene is a vice president and general counsel for the National Shooting Sports Foundation. But they should they should assess our businesses based on credit worthiness, not woke political agendas. All right. And they've been doing it to the firearms industry for uh, it's about uh, what year was Obama was, was was he elected? It was like two years. Well, I could do it right now. Operation. Sorry, guys. C.H.O.K.E. Operation Choke Point. Operation Choke Point. Uh, 2018. Uh, newly unsealed documents were in 2018. It happened in 2017. Uh, the Financial Institution Customer Protection Act, they call it. Okay, uh, and that's what they're. That's what they do to us. A lot of people don't know that, but we we get hit. Uh, we approach banks. They won't do business with us. They won't lend us money. Uh, they won't process credit card stuff with us. And our credit card fees are more, and all our transaction fees are more. And they collect that money and they give it to the government, and then the government gives it to uh, these gun pilot policy initiative groups or whatever and then they use it to figure out ways to shut us down so it's it's a nice circle right yeah it's a nice circle meanwhile george y sent me this you know uh all these american gun companies are donating ammo and guns and stuff to uh to ukraine to help them fight in their war 
which is pretty cool, you know, that they're stepping forward to doing it. But, of course, in the long run, ammo has gone up again and guns have gone up again and gun prices have gone up. So I, I might as well clear this up. I've had some members and some other people email me. Uh, and said, why don't we do a collection of, like, ammo or people want to collect guns and stuff and we can ship them to Ukraine? Well, uh, there's a federal uh, regulation called ITAR, I-T-A-R. You guys can look it up. In order for us to ship things over, uh, we'd have to have ITAR approval. And if you, if you think we can do it easily, Richard Childress, who owns most of NASCAR and is worth hundreds of millions of dollars, announced that he donated one million rounds of 223 NATO ammo to Ukraine. It's still sitting on a shipping dock on the East Coast because he's waiting for ITAR approval. Uh, so it opens up a big can of worms. It's not something we can just do. We just can't put 10,000 rounds in a box and ship it DHL over to the Ukraine. We'd lose our license and we'd probably go to jail under an ITAR, value, uh, an ITAR violation. So it's not the easiest thing in the world. It's, it's, it's a good thing because it's preventing uh, the average schmo from becoming, let's say, an arms dealer. And it's also preventing, like me, like let's say the uh, Bolivian council contacted me and said, we want to send 10 of our troops up here to take your urban classes. I could not do that. That would be an ITAR violation because I'm teaching a foreign entity, you know, our weapons and tactics and stuff like that. That has to be approved by the uh, federal government. So, but but I appreciate people. You're probably better off at this point donating to any charitable causes that that are out there that are reputable to help the people of the Ukraine. But all of us getting together and donating, you know, seven six two ammo or a couple of AKs or whatever. It by the time we probably get through the entire process, the war will be over ten years. So yeah, sorry about that. But we 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 tried. Uh, by the way, uh, Indiana becomes the 25th state uh, to issue a permitless carry, constitutional carry. There's now tw- half the country allows people to carry without a permit, Sandy. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Meanwhile, here we're waiting for the Bruin case. Meanwhile, just Justice Thomas is in prison with an infection uh, for quite a few days now with no updates on his health. And it's very weird. You know, we've never been as close to a strong, positive Second Amendment decision in our life, and we need him to write the majority. Yeah, right. And if he retires after that, I gladly throw him a party. But, you know, we're uh, it's a problem. It's a problem. So uh, we have to really, really uh, pray for Justice Thomas, because this Bruin case is going to come out in June. You know, we're April is here uh, in another week or so, a couple of days, and then we have May and June, and uh, probably right at the end of the uh, of the Supreme Court's uh, term for the year, it will come out. Meanwhile, this other Supreme Court justice, this female, uh, under questioning, and I don't know much about her, and it doesn't concern me that much, and I don't want to trivialize that, but I look at it as Breyer's retiring and another crazy lefty is being replaced. So for me, it's a, the sum total is zero, right? right. But she was asked by, uh, I think, Marsha Blackburn uh, if she could define what a woman is, and she said that uh, she's not a biologist. She couldn't just define what a woman is. It's a little sad when you stop and think about it, isn't it? She was nominated because she was a woman. Yeah, right. You know, the thing. The thing. (laughs) Everything's...
of fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Ship Baggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Ship Baggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your ship baggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the ship bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin, they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing. Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Go off and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. And we are back. And if you hear banging, it's because there's still construction going on where I am. And if you hear banging here, it's because I'm in the radio studio right outside the the 25-yard range. So you're going to hear me, uh, you're going to hear me, uh, well, that's going on here. A lot here. of banging. That's good I'm banging. Noticing, I'm noticing a lot more houses listed for sale in Florida, by the way. Uh, wait till... Uh, Another year. Yeah. It'll start to happen as it implodes somewhere around July, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Uh, but I want to wait another year. All right, let's do some housekeeping. Marty's V-Burger, martysvburger.com. Mention it. Mention Gun for Hire, Gun for Hire Radio. Get 20% off. You can also order online, and he will bring it to Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays for you to pick it up. You can get his mail prep kits. Uh, U.S. Law Shield, I want to talk about that a little later. We'll get into that. New York Tack Defense, my buddy Peter Tillum. NYTACDefense.com. If you live anywhere in New York for like $35 a month, mention Gun for Hire, get 10% a month off. The best protection you'll ever have. John Petrolino's book and the Pen Patriot, Decoding Firearms, is available on Amazon and here at the Pro Shop. 
The Gun Lawyer Podcast, Evan Knappen, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedom. People concerned about Evan Knappen's health from the uh, gun law seminar we did two weeks ago. He's fine now. He had laryngitis, and he had the flu, and he's all better now. Uh, Crime Proof, think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. Crimeproofbook.com, as well as Amazon and Kindle. Buy it for you and your loved ones. Don't forget, Concierge Medical Treatment, Optimal Health Wellness NJ.com. Dr. Joe Sambatero, let me tell you something. He's the man. I'm having surgery in May. I'm getting a new knee. He's been working with my surgeon. It requires me to do nothing but show up that day and sleep, which I think I can do. <laughs> Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club. My buddy Tony Gallo, they could use your help. If you can't, they'll help and, you out. Yes. And members in Carteret, L-A-K-E-I-S.org, at lakeis.org. Check them out, please. You know, all four ranges are here humming. The gun store, Sandy, we're waiting for the fixtures, the slat wall and stuff to be delivered. I saw that um, last week. It looks great. Right? looks good. It will be open, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to do a slow roll, soft opening, and uh, then we'll do a grand opening once we get all the bugs worked out, which will be cool. Lockers are still available. We had a couple more lockers come in. Uh, let's go, Brandon. You know, all the supply chain shortages and stuff. We had sold out most of the lockers, and new medium and large lockers came in. Uh, so if you're interested, just go inf email info at Gun for Hire uh, that you're interested in a locker. Glock matches. Uh, we're going to have the, the next series of Glock matches. Gunforhire.com forward slash Glock. We just finished week eight of the 22 Fun League. It's been phenomenal with the volunteers and everybody else. If you're interested in that, gunforhire.com forward slash 22, 22. We are going to be having fall leagues coming up big time. So I wanted to talk about Nappin because Nappin in his seminar was talking about uh, ghost guns and 3D printed stuff like that. And, uh, you know, he's like, the government is watching everything, and some of the sites where you're buying stuff are, like, entrapment sites. Uh, there are people that got in trouble for doing something wrong, and the, the, the ATF will come in and say, all right, uh, we could work out a plea deal. You're not going to go to jail for 25 years. Keep your store open and let us monitor who's buying what and work with us that way. So everybody out there, you better be careful, all right, especially living in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. You don't want to push the envelope. Yep. He's getting case after case of stuff like this. And, you, you know, another reason to become a member of U.S. Law Shield. But, you know, a 26-year-old guy in South Jersey was arrested for manufacturing ghost guns after 16 partially assembled guns and a fully assembled gun was, was seized with no serial numbers, obviously. Whether he's 3D printing them, well, it, whether he's buying them out of state or whatever, but if you're going to go online and visit stuff like this and you're going to go online and purchase stuff like this, uh, mm. you're just asking for trouble. I don't know, I don't know what else to tell you. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know what else to tell you. People are getting in trouble all the time. Uh, let me I have a couple other things I want to talk about. All right. So uh, this is from a buddy. I'm just going to call him D. Congrats, con congrats. And so excited about the expansion of the range. Thinking of joining again uh, so he can come to the Glock matches and stuff. But he's going through a divorce and separation, and he wanted to know my opinion. You know, they had some TROs and stuff for harassment and um, they pulled his, his firearms and his FID. The TROs were dismissed, and they settled via c civil agreement, okay? 
And, of course, now he's trying to get his guns back, and the prosecutor has 45 days. This happened March 3rd, where everything was dropped. So the prosecutor has until about April 18th or so to decide. And, you know, they could permanently seize his guns, but... I've, in my opinion, I've never seen it easy where they just give the guns back without some form of fight. Yeah. Uh, because most of the prosecutors are anti-gun, and uh, he was asking my advice, and I said, "Well, you know, you have to really wait till the forty-five days elapse." But uh, this is one of the reasons why you want to be a member of U.S. Law Shield because uh, my buddy D here, this all would have been covered by that. Right. And he would have had Evan Knappen and uh, his firm on speed dial with the U.S. law shale people. So if you don't think it's worth 30 or $35 a month, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I just, yeah, you know, exactly. I, I, can't, I can't stress it enough. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'm giving them the right advice because I'm not a lawyer, but Knappen has been, you know, uh, around a long time, and I actually pay attention. So, uh, you know, my, my buddy Rafael Saw, he sent me an email with four videos, and he's like, uh, this morning I called the Clifton PD, and they got this guy. He had no priors. I was really fast, and the police were effective, and the guy was dumb. But Raf at his house has a ring system with lights, ring illuminated yard sign, and a dash cam in his car, and this guy still tried to break into his car. Junkies are junkies, man. Correct. And I watched all the angles, all the video and everything, which is really good. Raf, I'm glad that you didn't go downstairs and confront. I don't know if you saw it live or not, but I'm just glad it's always better to stay safe and, you know, have the police come and do their job in a situation like that. Uh, because in today's world, if you were to go outside with a firearm or something. So I'm, I'm glad that you're okay, and I'm glad that, you know, they caught the guy. And I didn't know it. You know, Sandra... Sandra opens a box of pastry last Friday. The Portuguese not does the custard cake. Oh Sandy. God! And it, it was Raphael dropped them off. He goes, "Did you uh, did you ever have better Portuguese natas than the ones I dropped off last Friday? If yes, I want to know where. If not, uh, if you're not sure, I'll take more this Friday." So I sent them a picture because I went to the bakery in Lisbon where they were originated in the 1800s, yeah. and I said these were pretty good too, but yours were deadly. They were actually good. I ate two of them. I could have eaten 22 of them. But Sandra says, oh, somebody gave me these. I thought, like, she got a gift from a customer. She stole my pistachnatas, okay? Um, but if you've never had Portuguese custard cake, uh, you need to try them. If you like egg and if you like custard. My buddy Ron Harmon sent me this, you know, uh, free people are not equal. Equal people are not free. Uh, and this is where we are today. You know, they say... Uh, America is capitalist and greedy, yet half the population is subsidized. Yet, yet half the population that's subsidized, they think they're victims. Yeah. You know? Right. And they think they're victims, yet their representatives run the government. They're representatives. The second tier is represented. The first tier is represented. But, but the third tier, we're not rep We have no representation. No. No. Right? No, no. But the poor keep getting poorer, and the rich keep getting richer, and their yachts getting bigger, and they fly out to space, and they own 15 mansions, 18 mansions, or whatever. And we tell us that we need to use one piece of toilet paper when we wipe our ass, and we shouldn't travel, and we should stay home behind locked doors. Yet I can't seem to get people to wake up and understand what is going on. Right? Am I right or wrong? You're absolutely right. We can't get people to wake up. Do you realize every day that we're in a country where we elect people to represent us and they do the exact 
opposite yeah, they of what themselves. we sent them yeah. to do. Exactly. They do not do anything that we do. The criminals have all the rights. We're talking about bail reform now because it's a midterm election year. They don't give a shit about us. No. They just give a shit about getting reelected. That's all they care about. You know, Apple now, oh, excuse me, uh, remember we were talking about Tile? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So Tile tracking now just added an anti-stalking feature that is similar to Apple's. Because we remember Marty, too, was like, you know, we don't, Tile doesn't have all of this high-tech stuff right. that the Apple does now. So I guess from pressure and from these high-profile crimes that have been happening and rapes and abductions and, you know, women being followed and people tracking their exes or, you know, during a divorce or whatever, everybody playing, you know, um, mini private eye or whatever, Tile just released an app that will do the same thing that will alert you if you're being tracked. So I'm really glad to hear that. So, ladies and gentlemen, all of you out there, I need people to download the Tile tracking app on your Android and the Tile tracking app on your iPhone device and let me know what you think about it. Okay? So, last Sunday I was home and I get an alert on Facebook that there's an active shooter situation at the Costco. Wholesale Club in Clifton, which is literally three miles from my house, maybe two miles from my house. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is never good, right? And I see all of these posts from people, active shooters, stay away, people are shot, uh, stampede, (laughs) all of the stuff I'm reading, right? A couple hours later from uh, the Clifton Police Department. Good morning. The incident that occurred at Costco yesterday, which was initially deemed to be an active shooter, has been determined to be entirely unfounded. Additional follow-up revealed that the incident began with a small child bumping into one of the fire exit doors. This caused the alarm to sound and employees to rush to the area of concern. In turn, a chain reaction of chaos ensued, culminating in the belief that the incident was an active shooter. I don't know how we got from door alarm to active shooter. Because it's New Jersey, no one knows what gunfire sounds like. Now, if good point. Now, if a pallet was standing up in the warehouse and someone pushed it over, when that pallet slaps the concrete in the warehouse, that shit will sound like a bullet. Oh yeah. All right. Oh yeah. So, so Clifton continues. Our patrol officers responded and handled the matter until they were able to completely secure the scene. Any on-scene reports of medical situations involving customers were the results of anxiety and panic. And thankfully, everyone affected is okay. Unfortunately, inaccurate social media posts of an active shooter led to additional (sighs) chaos and concern. We apologize for any unnecessary stress that this may have caused. As always, thank you for all your support. Why are the police police apologizing because some idiot posted on social media? It's incredible, right? It, it really is incredible. So I don't know how it got to fire door. You know, that's what happens when you go out of a fire door. I don't know how the... And this is where people can get hurt and elderly and infirm can get knocked down and a stampede situation uh, can ensue. There's just a lot of stuff that can go on when, when, when something like this happens. And a great if you read my book, you know... Uh, we have a whole thing about active shooter, whether you're armed or unarmed, and how to handle it, and what's the difference between cover and concealment, and being aware and being alert of what's going on in your surroundings. But, you know, this is horrible. You know, I mean, I've never in my life uh, 
witnessed something like this where it was an alarm door. I mean, they have we have had active shooters walk in a mall. Remember a couple of years ago in Bergen County, the guy with a motorcycle yeah, helmet yeah. walked through the mall with a rifle at the plaza. Yeah, I mean that happens, uh, but holy shit! I mean, it's 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 pretty it's pretty scary. Well, it's getting that it's getting weirder and weirder out there. Yeah, and people are afraid, and I get it, but you have to have your head on a swivel. Yeah. And I mean, I can't tell you the last time I've been in a Costco, to be honest with you. And I, and I hate, I hate malls and everything else like that. But uh, you know, um, they talk about gun violence, Sandy. This article was in the conservative firing line. God damn, I can't. All these pop-ups that come up, Sandy, Ugh. when you're trying to read something, it's horrible. you know. Um, Gun violence, the killer that doesn't exist. And this was written by Dave Workman, and we all know what Dave Workman mm-hmm. is the man, right? And, uh, you know, we talk about gun violence. And when you dissect it down, they think that over 2 million people a year use a firearm legally or brandish a firearm legally to prevent becoming a victim of a crime. Yet less than 2,000 of those 2 million times are uh, reported. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, people using firearms killed more than 13,000 people in 2020. That year, according to FBI data, 455 were murdered with rifles, 1,700 were stabbed or slashed to death, the data says, and another 60, 662 were killed with personal weapons, and 393 were murdered with blunt instruments, and they were all listed in the FBI data under gun violence. Unbelievable. Okay, so... Uh, 400, 1,700, 2,200, 600, 2,800, 400, 3,200, about 4,000 out of the 13,600 were not uh, Fire guns, related. in fact. And mm-hmm. a lot of those were gang shootings yep. where it was like gun-on-gun crime, mm-hmm. crime-on-crime. It wasn't Mary walking down the street and becoming a victim of crime. And, and we know the media just constantly does this, like the whole Russia collusion thing. That for What did we have to endure that for? Entire four years, and it's, it's still going on right now. And, uh, you know, John Petrolino broke this story with uh, on bearing arms now with uh, our state senator, Ed Durr, who unseated Steve Sweeney. And uh, remember I was talking about he issued a, a, a bill. He introduced a bill to get us concealed carry, you know, make it shell issue. Yeah. And everybody was ripping him up because, you know, it had training requirements and this and that, you know, because everybody wants – because they course. think we're just going to go to constitutional carry in New Jersey. Right. right? Idiots. We yeah. Ju- yeah, we just wake up and go to, let's have a rally. <laughs> yeah, let's have and a we're going to have constitutional get on the bus. carry. We'll have lattes and, and, and corn muffins. Correct. And, you know, we're waiting for New York State rifle and pistol versus Bruin. And it's interesting because, you know, Ed Durr's bill is something that both sides of the aisle might look at and say, well, why don't we introduce this with some modifications? Because if we don't, we're going to get spanked like New York did with Bruin and all the other cases, because now the Supreme Court, Thomas's majority opinion is going to stay six strict scrutiny in the Second Amendment and this and that. If they were smart. They would preempt it and give us a bone, and then it would take a couple years to go through the courts for us to get it all stripped out. But they're not going to do that. They're going to dig their heels in, and we're going to spank them, and we're probably going to end up getting five times more than they wanted to give us. But if, in case anybody does wake up, Senator Durr introduced this bill, 
uh, where people, you know, applicant uh, form shall be accompanied by a written certification of justifiable need to carry handgun, which shall be under oath, and in the case of a private citizen, shall specify in detail the urgent necessity for self-protection as evidenced by specific threats or previous attacks which demonstrate a special danger to the applicant's life that cannot be avoided by means other than by issuing of a permit to carry a handgun. Where possible, the applicant shall corroborate the existence of any specific threats or previous attacks, okay? This is not Ed's words. This is what exists now. This is New Jersey, okay? <clears throat> this is New Jersey because Nevin Knappen would say you get a permit under that premise when you're dead. Yeah, they will much. issue you your permit posthumously. Six, over, less than 600 people have it. So Ed Durr proposed a few things. This is Senate number 1801. Demonstrating that the applicant has successfully completed 18 hours of training in the use, handling, and maintenance of handguns conducted by an instructor certified by the PTC, Police Training Commission, or the NRA. The training shall include two hours of target training administered by a certified instructor on a firing range approved by the governing body of the municipality in which the range is located, or the NRA. The training shall also include 16 hours of classroom instruction, so it's 18 hours total, so probably two nine-hour days or three six-hour days. You're going to cover basic firearm safety, firearm technology and uh, terminology and nomenclature, basic principles of marksmanship, care, cleaning, maintenance, loading, unloading, and storage of guns, situational awareness, conflict management, and use of deadly force, selection of handguns and ammunition for defensive purposes, applicable state and federal firearms laws, and state law pertaining to self-defense. The renewal term is written to be, to be changed from two years to four years. So you renew every four years, and every four years would be four hours classroom and two hours target training. Now, I will take that in a heartbeat if it would give us concealed carry tomorrow in New Jersey. It shows a commitment uh, that you want to carry. It's also prudent, too. Now, when Sandy, you, I'm a say? constitutional carry guy. Yeah. I believe I don't need any of this shit. I train above and beyond that. But if I think we're going to get constitutional carry in New Jersey in my lifetime, no. I'm an idiot. Yeah. So he's trying to make something that can't be attacked too much by the left. But, of course, John writes this. Some gun owners in New Jersey went ballistic. Okay. And, again, John is the same as me. We don't believe that any right. of this right. should be a part of it. But do we do something like this as a first salvo? Or do we just wait for constitutional carry? Exactly. Right? To me, it's just a chess move. I think that it's something that we can have on the docket. Maybe the legal eagles in New Jersey, when Bruin comes out, say, holy shit, maybe we better take something like this right. and offer it. You know, the other thing is for the first salvo of getting carry permits, it would require a commitment from people who really want it to carry. Yeah. And then forge the way for the the less interested people that want to carry that maybe are not so interested in training and not so interested in education and just want to put a gun on their belt you know we have to ease new jersey into carry by the way you, you know we we really do uh because they new jersey is hoplophobic and you know some kid is going to walk into a pizzeria 21 that looks like he's 17 with a Glock 17 on his belt, with his T-shirt on, size small T-shirt, printing right through it, and some Karen is going to freak out over it. We're going to have a lot of issues like that. Sure. New Jersey is not used to that. No. You know, uh, I've traveled to other states and I've seen constitutional carry, and I I don't bat an eye to it. I'm used to it. Right. You know, but right. you're going to have people 
that are going to freak out when they see something like this. And I think easing us into it is not a bad thing to help our cause. That, to me, is a good thing. You know, so again, uh, I know I'm going to get beat up for it, uh, constitutional carry and everything. And again, guys, I'm, I'm 100% for it. I, I, believe, I believe you're born with the right to protect yourself, and I believe I should be able to carry anything I damn want, anything I want, anytime I want. But, you know, if we're going to stick around for that to happen, it's never, it's never going to happen, guys. And girls, it's not going to happen. So something like this, Ed Durr being able to write something like this up and maybe reach across the aisle. And they're going to look at the Bruin case in June or July. Listen, it's great to have a bill like this sitting in the Senate right now. Because when this comes down, Murphy's people and the Senate and the Assembly legal people are going to be like, oh, shit. Yeah. DEFCON 5. Right. We're in trouble. This something's going to happen. Okay, and we better be prepared for it. Are we willing to make a compromise like Ed Durr or are we going to wait until the Supreme Court comes down and tells us this is exactly what we're going to do? So let's take it, Uh, please, ladies and gentlemen. Let's 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 try to work together. I always say gun people are the best people and the worst people. And I think it's imperative that we're, we're this close with the Supreme Court. We have a guy like Senator Durr on our side. Let's let's work together. The midterms are coming, too. And uh, I really appreciate everybody's work, the senator's work. And I appreciate uh, John Petrolino's work. I mean, John writes for everybody. Substack is the pen patriot and uh, uh, bearing arms and ammo land. John, who don't you write for, (laughs) by the way? I don't know how you find all the goddamn time. God bless you. A lot of hours Um, at sea. A lot of hours. One month on, one month off at sea. I think that's uh, that's pretty cool. We had the scouts here last week. We had about 30 scouts come through with their parents, chaperones, scoutmasters, Sandy, range three. It was a, a wonderful time. That had to be cool. Uh, yeah, watching them shoot, a lot of them shooting for the first time. Ron Burgers has been running that through me at Gun for Hire for about 14 or 15 years now. Wow. And I just think it's great. And what was nice is uh, that was a Tuesday night, and then Wednesday night we had the 22 Fun League, and one of the uh, contestants uh, in the 22 Fun League came to me. He goes, I was one of the guys volunteering with the scouts. He goes, I can't thank you enough. They all enjoyed it, this, that. You know, it's, just, it's nice to hear stuff like that, just like the 22 League, stopping and talking to all the kids and the parents. Yeah. And, you know, they're most improved. The kids were nervous the first week, and now they're killing it. Oh, and by the way, uh, so it's 12 weeks, and we did uh, three weeks of iron sights, three weeks of uh, 4X uh, scope, three weeks of a red dot, and now we're going to do three weeks of military peep sights. Uh, we found through consensus the majority of com- people complaining the sights are off are all the old fogies. <laughs> okay, because we're handing we're handing the gun with the sights atrociously off mm. to a fourteen year old, and they're sh- shooting a two ninety six. <laughs> and the other thing is, uh, I'm not an expert on sights, but to diagnose, if you're shooting a target and the bullets are everywhere, <laughs> that's not the sights. <laughs> If you're shooting a target and all the bullets are six o'clock, three o'clock, eleven o'clock, and the you know like the eight ring or something, that would be the sights. Right. But when you bring a target out and it looks like I hit it with a twenty gauge, and you're telling me the sights are off, there you go. I'm highly suspect. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. 
But everybody's having a great time, and I just love it. You know, we have like 90 people. My employees are rotating through at the end, and we're allowing the kids to do makeup week because, you know, they have other commitments too. Sure. And now my guys, uh, Gabe and uh, Cy and Henry and Matt and all the other volunteers and Gary, in the fall, they're going to have the 22 Fun League again, which will be 12 weeks. But we're going to have some shorter leagues, Sandy. We're going to have a center fire league that's like the Glock match, but not the Glock match for everybody. If you have a Smith, H&K, whatever, you nice. can shoot it. Uh, then we're going to have a center fire rifle match instead of just a 22 match or league. And then Gabe wants to do like a tournament, like a Texas Hold'em, oh. where everybody comes in and does a buy-in, like $50. Mm -hmm. And let's say there's 50 competitors, $50. I guess that's 2500 bucks, And 10 guys go out, guys and girls go out and shoot. And, you know, three make it to the next level. And then three make it to the next level. It's, you know, until you get down to the last three. And the, the last three, you get first, second, and third place in the prize money split. You know, I think that's cool. Uh, I'm, I'm not a gambler, but I'd be willing to give it a shot. I would do it probably. I would probably enter righty and lefty. You know, just to have fun. That'd be a little unfair. No, I'll, I'll be blindfolded too, okay? Oh, okay. Uh, so I just think it's a great idea that my guys are all thinking creatively this way, and having that fourth range is just a phenomenal thing. Yeah. Uh, classes are coming up. Chuck and Luann Leonard, if you want to be an NRA instructor, first class to come up is Range Safety Officer, May 22nd, 522. Then we have uh, basic, fire, basic Instructor Training, Pistol, Rifle, Chief Range Safety Officer, Shotgun, and then Range Safety Officer again. We have a ton of classes. That Tenzia Pen and Knife class, uh, April 24th is the next class. I'll be away. Uh, we have CPR AED on uh, April 6th. Drawing from Concealment. Our Gun Hire Long Range classes, April 15th and 16th. Uh, please reach out to everybody. Support those who support you. Check out the Quarantine Crawl, quarantinecrawl.com. I'm done. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer, Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, available right now at Gun for Hire Range, signed if Anthony is there. Uh, if not, leave him a note. He'll still sign it anyway. Yes, I will. Well, we love you guys. Uh, each one, reach one, get out there. And uh, I, I really like the idea of uh, getting people to join these little leagues that are going on. Oh, they're blowing up. Especially Great. kids. I love it. Well, uh, God willing, Jesus tarries in. The batteries hold out. We will see you again next week. I apologize again for the background noise. Can't do anything about it. Bye. Shine.